0: absolutely intercultural vollstandig interkulturell absolutamente intercultural absolutely intercultural hello dear listeners and welcome to show 288 of our podcast absolutely intercultural today's topic is all about traffic i'm laurent borgmann and my wife and i both, in our early 60s, made a significant decision when we hit 40. We decided to get rid of both of our cars. Now, this might come as a surprise given that we are from Germany, a country renowned for its love of cars. On top of that, we both have 60 kilometer commutes in different directions. But the transition from private vehicles to public transport turned out to be remarkably smooth for us. For the last 20 years, we've happily immersed ourselves in books or worked on our laptop computers during our daily commutes. Today, we are diving into the fascinating topic of traffic culture. We are exploring how driving habits vary across the globe. This is the podcast Absolutely Intercultural, where we appreciate diversity and invite different views on the same subject. And where absolutely everyone is welcome to think absolutely everything about this topic. So let's take a quick preview at what's coming up on today's show. In our opening story, Absolutely Racing, we'll tune in to Yang from South Korea. As an external observer in Germany, Jung offers us a unique perspective on traffic culture, both as a pedestrian and as a driver. Now, she observes that the typically patient and disciplined Germans who readily give the pedestrians in the city way to cross the street, somehow transform into impatient, speedy daredevils when they hit the Autobahn, Germany's iconic high-speed highway.
1: I
2: was really shocked that the drivers are so nice in the city, but as a driver's perspective, showed me somehow different on the on the autobahns that i feel like the drivers here changed their mindset uh, from cities to autobahns it's like a different person
0: in our next part absolutely honking we'll hear from rindi originally from albania now living in germany rindi says he can spot young albanian drivers in germany just by the sounds of their cars on the streets,
3: tend to make a little challenge with us, within us: is he an Albanian driver or not? And uh, usually, what gives it away is the fact that they drive with the windows down and with their music so loud. And it's a very Albanian thing, especially when you're uh, uh, after you've recently gotten your driving license. It's like a certain age group of Albanian guys, mostly, who do it, and. Uh, We tend to notice it here in Germany, not so much.
0: In our final story, Absolutely Discriminated, we'll hear from Natalia, originally from Ukraine and now a resident of Germany for the past four years. Natalia opens up about the cultural prejudices she encounters in car-centric Germany as a woman who doesn't drive
4: feeling that a lot of people in Germany uh, kind of like discriminate me uh, because I don't have a driving license. Maybe I should not call it a discrimination but when they ask me if I have a driving license and uh, the answer is no, uh, the following question is why? (laughs) Like it's a problem, like it's a a deficit that I don't have a driving license that is gonna follow me for the rest of my life as something bad.
0: Let us begin the show. In our first category, Absolutely Racing, we hear from Young from South Korea, what it was like to move to Germany and how she adjusted to the Western traffic culture, which brought a bit of a culture shock along with it.
2: Yes, I think the culture that uh, people should move fast and make everything fast, uh, faster makes, the drivers in Korea more aggressive and not so patient and and in Korea it's not really possible for drivers on the street to wait for someone or wait for some other drivers because they're so um, impatient and most of the people workers are in a hurry Mm -hmm. have to go to work really fast and go back home really fast, so I think that's the biggest difference uh, of the culture, driving culture. When I came here for the first time, as a Mm. pedestrian perspective, I was really shocked that the drivers are so nice in the city, most of the case, it was really calm, especially in the city part. Uh, most of the drivers wait uh, for pedestrians. Yeah, and they—I didn't see many people who get really angry uh, uh, in a few seconds. Yeah. But as a driver's perspective, it showed me somehow different on the on the autobahns mm-hmm. that. I feel like the drivers here change their mindset uh, from cities to autobahns. It's like a different person who drives on in the city or the autobahns.
1: So, how was it for you to adapt to German driving culture?
2: Uh, it made me really nervous and so afraid of driving here because there was no speed limit on the highway when you don't drive. Uh, fast enough on the first or the second lane, then uh, people get really fast angry and they will, they drive right after you. Uh, it feels like, yeah, I should. Car chase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a racing. On the autobahns, everyone drives too fast. Uh, even on the last lane, the most of the drivers drive like more than t- one 120.
1: Hmm.
2: And my maximum
0: Uh, It's a fact that 70% of German Autobahns have no speed limits. And this is something most Germans cherish. They view it as a symbol of personal responsibility and take pride in their top-quality high-speed cars. However, it is worth noting that no speed limits can be quite overwhelming for foreigners. So, if you're driving on foreign roads, be prepared for some culture shock. As for me, nowadays I only drive in Australia. Every time I'm behind the wheel in Australia, it's rather nerve-wracking, especially when I find myself in a compact little European rental car surrounded by these big Australian regular muscle cars with their bumpers seemingly at the level of my head. In our next category, Absolutely Honking, Rindy talks to Mariam about the more composed and orderly driving culture in Germany, compared to his home country. Rindy talks about the driving patterns that make Albanian drivers stand out abroad.
3: People in Germany, which I absolutely love, they do not use their horns for any reason whatsoever. And most immediate cultural shocks I noticed here, the lack of car honking. And uh, I, the only times I may have seen or heard or experienced people using their hornier, horns here would be for what someone would consider an emergency brake or someone entering the road. But uh, that's quite something that I believe every Albanian notices an immediate difference from here to uh, our place back.
1: Are there any specific customs or etiquette related to driving and commuting in your country?
3: Well, um, etiquette. I would say a lack of of etiquette, if I may (laughs) say, joggingly is a uh, fair to often usage of car honking. Uh, But if I would say an unwritten rule, I don't know if it's specific to Albania, but everyone knows the rules in the when you're in the crossroad and wh- who has to give priority to who but more often than not when there is a huge flow of cars and people do have a timetable to go to some place more often than not we can give signaling to the other driver and uh, they pretty much understand that i'm giving you priority and it is like an unwritten rule between all the drivers there okay, I'm giving you the priority, and he passes, and uh, they would expect a thank you back.
1: Is there anything uh, unique about driving culture in Albania?
3: <laughs> this is actually quite funny. I would say, me and the other Albanian students who are, were here uh, during our exchange semester, we tend to notice driving patterns from different drivers here in Germany, and we tend to make a little challenge with us within us, is he an Albanian driver or not? And uh, usually, what gives it away is the fact that they drive with the windows down and with their music so loud. And it's a very Albanian thing, especially when you're uh, uh, after you've recently gotten your driving license. It's like a certain age group of Albanian guys mostly who do it. And uh, we tend to notice it here in Germany not so much, but when we have noticed it a couple of times, usually uh, the driving uh, the person who was driving did have Albanian music listening to. So I guess. That's something quite, I don't know if it's Albanian specific, but it's something quite funny that we actually tend to notice. And it usually most often than not, if you happen to experience it, it may be an Albanian driver.
0: <laughs> what Rindy tells us is that driving habits can vary significantly across cultures. Even in Germany, he can spot Albanian drivers in an instant because they produce a lot of noise. By the way, I recently spent four weeks at our partner university in Bari, Italy, just across the Adriatic Sea from Rindi's hometown of Dürres in Albania. And I had a similar experience. Waiting for the bus for more than five minutes was a challenge for me due to the extreme noise in the streets. I had to rely on my noise-canceling headphones to bear it. In our last segment, Absolutely Discriminated, we'll hear from Natalia. Back in Ukraine, she obtained her driver's license without feeling any social pressure from anybody. However, after integrating herself in Germany, her female friends can't quite understand why she doesn't want to get a German driver's license. Natalia's attitude almost seems like she's letting down the German feminist movement. This reminds me of my mother, who back in the 1970s got her driver's license after significant persuasion from her female friends as a means to gain independence when she was already 45.
4: Um, I mean in Ukraine I uh, did my exams I passed them but it was six years ago I guess and uh, right now it's ex- expired and I cannot drive in Germany anyways um, but yeah I mean I don't have a driving license here and I don't want to. <laughs>
1: Why do you think that you don't want a driver's license here?
4: Um, First thing, for environmental reasons, because um, I don't think that everyone should have a car. And another reason, I guess, uh, is that I feel pretty comfortable without driving a car. I mean, I have my bicycle. When I ride a bicycle through the city, for example, like Bonn, um, it's quite a big city, (laughs) and uh, you can literally... uh, like get from point A to B much faster by bicycle than by car because of the traffic jams yes I guess these are the two
1: top reasons why I don't have a a, uh, driving license so as I got from you you do not experience any discomfort from not owning a vehicle would you say that there are any downsides of not owning a car in Germany um yes um
4: I have a feeling that a lot of people in Germany kind of like discriminate me because I don't have a driving license. Maybe I should not call it a discrimination, but when they ask me if I have a driving license and uh, the answer is no, uh, the following question is why? (laughs) Like it's a problem, like it's a a deficit that I don't have a driving license that is gonna follow me for the rest of my life as something bad. Um, And this is something that makes me feel kind of underprivileged, I guess, because I don't have a driving license especially when I talk to women in Germany, Um, they use a fact that they have a driving license to show that they're very liberated and they're like free and there's equality between genders in Germany. I mean, when they tell me (laughs) this, I think that I'm not feministic enough. I feel as a woman, I feel that Something is wrong, so this makes me kind of like nervous even. I do not want to be like put in this drawer that I'm not uh, feministic feminist enough by other women in yeah. Germany. Yeah. I once uh, faced a situation that um, uh, one uh, f- girlfriend of mine in Germany, she asked me if I have a driving license. And I said, uh, no, I don't have the driving license. Then she asked me why and I said, yes for many different reasons and then she made a comment um that hmm that's interesting i bet your mother does not drive a car um and i guess in this particular case she assumed that I come from Ukraine. My mom is also Ukrainian, my parents are Ukrainian, and in Ukraine there is not enough equality or underdeveloped uh, feminism. I mean this comments kind of hurt. When I hear something like this, uh, I feel that I have to defend my mother because it's not that she she had a lot of opportunities uh, for liberation for like female liberation when he was uh, when she was young. In general in Ukraine uh, there are n- not that many car owners and usually these car owners they are men yes um and uh, women like in the past five or ten years i will say there is a, there is a growing amount of women who will drive a car in, in ukraine but this is how it is this is the culture it will take some time that more and more women will drive a car Um, and in Ukraine it's happening right now but I guess it will take another 15 years that it will be like almost equal so it's kind of like a very unnecessary comment I thought from my friend Um, and uh, I think you don't have to assume uh, that I don't have a driving license only because my mother doesn't have it because we are from completely different generations Um, I live in another country right now so it was it was a sad comment (laughs)
0: don't do this independence isn't limited to cars riding a bicycle which is a skill often learned in childhood is not universally practiced that's why in germany we regularly hold bicycle workshops for refugees from places like syria afghanistan and ukraine it's important to recognize that different cultures have their own norms and practices and we should embrace this diversity and learn from each other. Now, we are curious about your experiences with traffic culture. Are you a pedestrian, driver or a passenger or all three? Are you patient or always in a hurry? We'd especially love to hear from those who want to challenge and change the existing traffic culture. Share your story with us via comment or email, and you might feature in one of our upcoming shows. For more information and previous episodes, visit our website at absolutely-intercultural.com. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a thumbs up on Facebook. And did you know we are also on iTunes and Apple Podcasts? You can subscribe for free and you can leave a rating and drop a comment there. Our next show, hosted by Anne Fox in Denmark, will be out on the 1st of December. Until then, drive, ride or walk safely and bleiben Sie absolut interkulturell. Absolutely intercultural. Full Absolutely. Absolutely intercultural. Absolutely intercultural. Absolutely
3: intercultural. Absolutely intercultural.